welcome to I'll Marry You, a podcast with me, Olivia Coleman, full of tips and tricks from the UK wedding scene, interviews with industry experts, and a whole lot of oversharing. I'm out of breath, I just had to walk around the entire house looking for signal. <laughs> it's not all glamour, the podcast game, is it really? But so thank you for the, um, the impromptu tour of the house, that's... Uh... I know that we've been speaking for all of 12 seconds, but you've not yet commented on my on my turn. It, you're slightly pixelated, so you are. there's lots of little square parts for you, but they are all brown, so, you know, congrats on that. That is, that is so yeah. sweet. <laughs> um, I'm so glad. I feel like I haven't spoken to you in ages. Well, this is the only time we speak um, is doing podcasts, which I'm not sure is the healthiest relationship. But... That's not true. I have, I have little to no time for you if you can't offer me anything. And... The stats have proven that people, for some ungodly reason, like our episodes the best. Well, it's um, oh, well, you're welcome, frankly. But the uh, the the pressure's on now because you said, well, no, it, the brief you sent me was let's just talk bollocks, basically. So I'm uh, that's outrageous. I, I swear, I'm, I'm, I, I'm here for that. So, uh, so yeah, absolutely. People like it when we talk bollocks. Did you listen to the last one when we talked bollocks? I did. I did. Yeah. 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 I think I, I may account for the. Uh, the large percentage of the overall list. I don't know if they that works or not. But, um... Either you're wriggling around a lot, or you're playing with a quality street wrapper in your pocket. But I can hear some back chat that I'm not. Keen I on. haven't moved. Uh, I, I I haven't had any quality street for, for a long time. So. <laughs> <laughs> haven't you? Oh my god, they're all on offer uh, at the moment. Three fifty with a club card. So. I know. So tell me, just give me a brief lowdown because the people don't really care, but I do. What are you up to? What are you doing? What are your weekend plans? So uh, weekend plans, actually, um, we're going to a wedding tomorrow. So uh, uh, tell me everything. Um, well, I know, I know little of it. Um, it's at a place called Barnes and Yard in uh, in Hunley, Swan. So not not too far away. I thought that, I thought that was a company that made footwear. Yeah, isn't that Peter's Yard or something? No, they do they do crisp bread. I've got a minute. We're going well. We're really, really upping the ante on our middle class. That's <laughs> <laughs> not cream. It's no, no, sourdough sour crackers. They do, and they're they bloody good tremendous. crackers, actually. Um, Someone's yard does something. Yeah, but this is it's a very pretty wedding. I'm not sure how long it's been going, but we're uh, we're going. However, we don't know many people aside from the bride. So we're. How do you know the bride? She was an old school friend of Ali. So, um, um, but she lives in New Zealand. So they've had a. Uh, uh, an official wedding in New Zealand, um, but now yeah. this is their English uh, wedding. So. Interesting. Mm. So, do you know how many? So, actually, can you, when you're there tomorrow, take notes, won't you? Because we can talk about. I mean, that. Do you want me to hand out some business cards for you or something? Yeah, Could absolutely. You? I don't think you need to. I think if you just have me the background on your phone. <laughs> this is my uh, my. I just keep checking the time. You know, when you have to press the screen to check the time. Oh God, what time is it? Can I just. <laughs> Aggressive marketing. Well, oh, just no, good. To, to tell people, tell people that you do a podcast. Uh, yeah, part of uh, the new sensation podcast, um, detailing tips and tricks. From that the, sounds the like I got a rash. Yeah. Um, I don't. New sensation sounds like you a cream. Before something. we go too far further, you haven't got a wedding mm. this afternoon like we did last time we recorded because I, I felt very stressed when you when you said that. Didn't yeah. you? No, I don't have a wedding this afternoon. I have a wedding tomorrow. Right. Excellent. I was going to ask how how, um, how your is your calendar still full despite the the sort of unseasonal weather and things. Or are you? Thank you for asking. That. Um, I actually have five weddings before Christmas. Cool. 
And I'm excited about it because um, a, a two, at least two or three of them are very festive. They're very, very festive. The, They're like a carol oh, service. Oh, amazing. I know. I've got two that are full on carols and um, hymns and Christmas readings, and I am yeah, here for it. I, I love. I'm going to a December wedding. I'm not sure they're, they're going big on the Christmas theme, but um, you've got a lot going. Well, it's, on, it's you? the last two, and then um, <laughs> Ali said to it, it's Ali funerals said, <laughs> or divorce parties, maybe I don't know. But Ali said, <laughs> "What are we going to do next year?" I was like, "How, how do you mean? Because we've only got one. We've only got one one wedding." And I was like. Oh, right, so our entire social life apparently now revolves around going to wedding, but that's uh, that's fine. Does, does she tell people, I feel like if I was your wife and I was going to a wedding, especially when you didn't know anyone, so I had to like sell you mm. to people, I'd be like, this husband, Alex, he, he's a space uh, cowboy or something. Co host is ambitious, let's be honest, <laughs> but he features on a wedding podcast. Yeah. An incredibly successful Absolutely. Well, that's what I'm going to do. I've actually, I might change my LinkedIn, get rid of my actual job and just put this now. It's a, it's a lot more glamorous. I would. So today I wanted to discuss not wedding myths as such, but like, have you heard? Basically people, I've seen stuff and I'm going to pretend that it's not me. I'm going to pretend it's not Yeah, no, absolutely. And then, but also I've heard stuff and since doing this podcast and being a celebrant, people at weddings, guests, like to tell me all sorts of tall tales. They're like, oh my God, did you hear the one about... Did so you put this out to your followers the wedding... on Instagram to get some 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 dirt and some gossip and stuff? I Excellent. did. But my followers aren't dirty. No, America. no, this is true. They appreciate listening to the filth, but they're not... They're, <laughs> they're not sort as... of like guilty little pleasure on the way to work. Or yeah. We're immersed in it. They're just... <laughs> immersed in filth. They dip their toe in. They dip their toe in every so often. <laughs> So I'm gonna I'm gonna hit you with some um, tall tales of weddings okay. and see if you've heard them. Okay. Okay. No problem. Just just because we're being we're trying to be professional now. Mm. Drew says each episode needs a title, so this one's called "Have You Heard." I like it. Okay, it's good. Should we fit, should we fit in a jingle? This is "Have You Heard" with Living Out. <laughs> we always laugh on the same jingle. That's we're so in tune. Have you heard? <laughs> okay, so. Let's start small. Apparently, and this is true, this came from one of our listeners. So she sent me a DM and she said that um, she went to a wedding and it was a really religious um, Catholic Ooh. wedding in a church. Went on for days. And uh, the groom had a little bit of a fumble with his words and he said, for better or for worse, um, in sickness and in health, for good and in bed. No, he didn't. Not in a Catholic church. Yeah, he like did. Like hell's tea. I well, no, that should, Definitely that. Because... because um, what? Imagine him. He said that, and then the vicar or priest or minister went, Hell's teeth. <laughs> snowball effect. Oh, dear. I feel like if a vicar said Hell's teeth, I would expect actual teeth to rise yeah, from the yeah, ashes. Yeah, the tacking guest. I've never been to a Catholic wedding. I was just thinking, actually, I'm not sure. I, I feel like they. Yeah, oh. lots of incense, which I, I, I'm really into. I like the sort of. The incense? <laughs> no, no. Incense, as in, you know, smells and smokes and things. Yes, mm. incense. When people dangle those balls yeah, in absolutely. the air, you know, this um, that happens in the Catholic. Yeah, I don't know, who knows? But um, I, I, I'd like to go to one. I'm not sure I know that many Catholics. Um, no, a lot of Karens, but no Catholics. I do a lot of Karens on a daily basis. Um, um, okay, another one from one of our um mm. listeners. He so he wants to stay anonymous, but he he's still kind of a musician. But he when he was much younger, he used to be in a wedding right. band. And he said to me, he was like, we were like 17. So we didn't play fancy weddings. We played pretty rough mm. weddings. 
Um, I suppose they were like starting out. And he went to a wedding and he was in the middle of his set and there was all this commotion coming from the men's toilets, which is no, not what definitely you want not. during a wedding reception. Anyway, it, it transpired that the groom was having a fist fight with the best oh. man. So that was just like, that's like that's like laying the vibe out of the wedding. And then right at the end of the night, um, I think it was a pretty rough occasion. And then right at the end of the night, he said he was getting his money from mm. the groom. I imagine cash in an envelope. Gee. And um, he said to the groom, oh, did you have a nice time at the wedding? And the groom said, um, I wasn't that fussed about my last wedding and I probably won't be that fussed about my next. Planning ahead, at least. <laughs> Goodness, do we do we know why they were having fisticuffs in the toilet? Was I? Is there some sort of scandal involved, or is it just? Uh, I don't. He didn't say. But also, I enjoy that you refer to it as fisticuffs. Yeah, well, you know, you probably class it up a little bit. You know, it's a bit of pugilism in the bathrooms. Is the, uh, the wedding? I don't know what pugilism means. It sounds I may, dirty. I was... It sounds like something you'd use new sensation <laughs> for. It's. I think it's an old. It's like a term for boxing, like an old-fashioned term for boxing. I think. Pugilism. pugilism. I may well have done. But Drew, if you're listening, Drew, co-producer Drew, uh, you could ed- you could edit that. Google out. it. No. Um, Google it, Drew. Oh, this is great. So uh, yeah, no, I, I, lots of like scandalous gossip from one instant. This is tremendous. I... Yeah, no, I know they're good. Well, I I put it out. I put the word out there. Um, okay, so and then the <laughs> these are more. Have you heard the one yeah. about? So <laughs> this is this, this is a true story. So there was a wedding venue, and it was in the middle of. Um, the arse end of nowhere right. farm site and there's actually like live animals as opposed to dead ones there's live animals yeah. around and the wedding venue is next to a field and in the field are right. some cattle and in between the field with the cattle and the wedding venue lies a, a babbling brook oh you're really you painting the picture here it's lovely thank you um not not a stream, but a mm. babbling brook. It really sets the tone for the day. It's trinkly yep. water. The bride and groom love to have photos, so it's very pretty. Um, and about half an hour before the everyone's due mm. to arrive, um, the event manager on site just does the last minute checks. He looks inside. The tables are laid. The ceremony's ready. We have a wander around. <laughs> As a wander around the garden, turns the corner to the babbling brook, and there it is. I'm so sorry. This might offend some people. Disclaimer, there is a dead oh cow lying on its back in the babbling oh, legs, brook. Legs up in the air. <laughs> legs up in the air, a dead cow in the babbling brook. Oh, dearie me. That's terrible. That is that is a true story. So what do you do, right? So they had to like, they called the farmer. They had half an hour. They called the farmer. The farmer comes down with his tractor and his trailer. I mean, that's not an easy and animal to shift. You know? No. That's a, that's a big lump of beef. <laughs> not a cat, <laughs> is it? Or children. And then all the staff, like in their garb, all the staff have to like, <laughs> I don't know how they did it, but they lift the cow <laughs> onto the trailer. And then as the tractor and the trailer were leaving the venue, the bridal car arrived. <laughs> That drives past. <laughs> the trailer with I the I hate the bride called bridles and suspicious. Like, what does a dead cow mean or something like that? Or, or vegan. Or, even worse. You're vegan. No one wants a suspicious is, vegan when you've got a dead cow in your trailer. Not. That is madness. I can't believe. Can you imagine? Yeah. And that cow to keel over in the one picturesque part of the wedding venues. <laughs> it's 
Very, very selfish. Hi, welcome to our countryside wedding venue. You'll notice to your left, a Boutling Brook, and to your right, a it's like dead cow. <laughs> On the right, yeah, that's terrible. I hope it didn't ruin the day. That's that's a, that's a shocking start, but, you know, there's a sh- shocking, shocking start. start. <laughs> that is, but that's yeah. honest to God. I've not, I've not had many. Uh, that one I actually yeah, know I've is true. Yeah, i sort of animal um related like disasters at wedding the only the, the closest i got was my my dear friend tim's wedding um we were i was one of a sort of cohort of best men ushers so you know we we, we all you know did it the, the joint role um well that just means that he couldn't pick well, what I, yeah, he wanted yeah, that would have been absolutely. one that he wanted they <laughs> wouldn't have been you would it but the um they had a his parents had this lovely old uh german shepherd dog um who was a ring bearer and he's a big, big beast. And in the church, he uh, after he performed his his ring duties, he basically sat at the back of the, Who, the, the, dog, the ring bearer, uh, um, Simba, right. he was called. And um, he was sat at the back of the church, basically panting, the loudest pant you've ever heard, and it was echoing around the word. And like, just, <laughs> so we had to. So I, I I sort of discreetly snuck down the aisle to get him some water. I was like, I fuck it, he's got to he's got to stop making this noise, and. Uh, and I couldn't find any sort of vessel for water, so I emptied a box of celebrations that the vicar had clearly snuck in one of the cupboards for you know. And I and I I filled it <laughs> with water, and then I thought, okay, that's fixed. At least he'll stop panting. But then the next noise was like as he as he started lapping up the water. <laughs> it was just a it was just a disaster. But anyway, we got we got through the ceremony. I thought, okay, that's, that's fine. We got to the venue, and um, Simba's first sort of uh, job was to take the biggest. Who I've ever seen on the on the they had like a they, that was well no not his job well, that was that, just like on his to do list they, he had um, they had a sort of outdoor games section with like you know bowls and uh, you know all that sort of fun stuff and he classic and he, classic he, he, activity he was right in the middle of it and one of my co ushers um, came up to me and said uh, Al there's a massive pile of, uh, of dog shit you need to you need you need to clear up and I said I was like why well, is that your was job my question I said why. Well, you're, you know, you're one of the ushers. I said, well, you know, you're not here in the matching suit would be for nothing, you know. So we had this big, um, we had this big debate about it, but ended up, I ended up shoveling and he ended up holding the bag. So, yeah. So pets, pets or animals in weddings is, is not always a, uh, not always as glamorous as it, as it seems, I don't think. But, um, yeah. But a dead cow really trumps all. My question, my question to you in that entire mm. story, because to be honest, I tuned out towards the end, was, um, did you get the... <laughs> You bitch! Did yeah. you get the water from the from the from the not the font the fountain not the font no 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 the yeah, font, it was, yeah. It the, uh, the the church had a nice little kitchen appointed to it it was um it was it was it was a disaster but he's uh he's no longer with us sadly soon but he wasn't murdered because of his wedding efforts but he was yeah, it was, yeah. He wasn't. He didn't. He wasn't poisoned no, by the water. No, no. The font. We were going to have it. Our wedding. We were going to have her, her old dog Pebbles as a, as some sort of prop, but. I'm not sure she was up to it in the end, so we um, we sort of against it. People actually have that a lot. I had one recently, and actually, I had a meeting last night with a potential couple who asked me about my feelings to, towards mm. dogs at weddings. Um, and I had one recently, and they are—I might have already mentioned this to you, I don't know, um, but they are big, big dog parents. Like they, there's no shame in about it. They admit it; their dogs are their babies, yeah. and so we'd already pre-planned it that. And no one else knew, but the best man, when I said, please can I have the rings, the best man came up and had to pretend that he'd forgotten the rings. And then I had to be like, you bloody plonker. 
And then um, he was like, oh, I know where they are, I know where they are. So he went outside and I was, you know, <laughs> entertaining the troops. And um, then the dogs appeared with the rings rather than him. And, every- and, it was also, and some people liked it, I, I see. So I don't know if you've probably yeah. seen, you know, they, there was some popular videos that went around sort of social media, like where they, the, the father and the bride does his speech and then there's this, this clearly pre-filmed video of him like running to get something back from the house and it was all this like big James Bond style like mission he was on. I and have not seen that. Uh, it, while it's, you know, uh, impressive effort and stuff, I kind of feel like the, he rather stole the show then. The, the poor, no, the, the dad, was so dad. He did this, uh, you know, it was like his, his daughter who was getting married needed some uh, lucky teddy or something from the house and so he pretended he didn't have it during, you know, live during the, the speeches. So he, he ran out of the room and then this thing appears on screen. Yeah. Oh, I see. It is clever. It went on for, you know, a good sort of 15 minutes. It was like a short film. Um, <laughs> What's he actually doing for those 15 minutes? He's just having a quiet pint so. thinking, oh, Christ, thank door, God. Yeah. But it was, to myself. Know, it was elaborate. So he was, he was running and then uh, got in an Aston Martin and was driving back to the house and then got pulled over by the police and there was a police chase. And I thought, bloody hell, you know, he's really... Oh, that's it, it, yeah. That's too then much. I felt sorry to the groom because he had to follow that, and he was just standing there like, "Well, th- you know, thanks for the os- os- you know the, the documentary you just filmed. It would be an absolute nightmare." <laughs> well, that's why my wedding speech at our wedding was last, so that people didn't have to follow it. You actually, I, I, you were the first uh, bride I, I think I've seen make a speech. I mean, who was going to stop you, frankly? But it was, uh, it was well, exactly. Yeah. Hand me a mic, and I'm anyone's. Who, have you seen many brides do it since then? I, I, I asked Ali if she was. Well, there you go. She was very sort of clear. She didn't. She, uh, I think the thing with public speaking thing is, um, you know, is, is is not forever already. I, I, I wasn't nervous at all for my own way. I think when you're best man, I think there's more pressure. And you have to be funny and stuff. Oh, yeah. People don't expect. People people will roast mm. the best man, but actually they're there yeah. to support the groom. So whatever you yeah, say, they're going to like, or at least type yeah, to your face. Yeah, that they yeah. like. Everyone's polite to you when it's your wedding day. So. So another one from uh, a listener. Yeah. They um, they're an event manager. Mm. They work at a venue, and they had um, some clients. And their policy, as we're talking about dogs at weddings, actually their policy was that you could have your dog um, come to the ceremony and the drinks reception for photos, but then they had to leave before um, <laughs> sitting down meal. Um, so that was their policy. So and they did people did take them up on it quite often. So they had this one couple, she had this one couple, and they said to her, they were looking around the venue, they hadn't booked yet. And they finished the tour and the girl was quite confident um, that they were going to book the venue. And she was like, so is there any other questions that you want to ask me before mm. we finish? And the bride-to-be said, oh, I, I do, there is kind of one thing that is kind of make or break for us. Can we bring our pet? And... The event manager was like, um, well, yeah, absolutely. Like, it does depend on how big the dog is, but that's, that's like, that's fine. And then explained the rules. And then after she explained the rules, the bride-to-be said, that's, yeah, that's really cool. Um, except that our pet is a hamster. <laughs> Why? So they ended up bringing, they ended up bringing their hamster. Oh, heavens. They brought their pet hamster in its, in its cage. That's, that's amazing. To the wedding. And then... I know, and then the same the same woman, the same event manager, also had a similar situation where they wanted to bring their cat, but they couldn't, uh, not because of the venue, but because of whatever reasons they couldn't mm. physically bring the cat. So instead, they made a cardboard cutout of the cat, a life-size cardboard cutout of the cat, and that sat next to them at the dinner table. I mean, I love animals, I really do, but not that much. Not yeah, do you? Big animal fan, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you do like dogs, don't you? Um, 
it's uh, yeah. But I, 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 you got to really, really love it's the cat to have a cardboard cut. It's not like it's a, it's a long lost, you know, grandfather who couldn't make it to the wedding or something. It's a cat. Yeah, but would you want a cardboard cut? Oh my god, I just remembered one. Go on. I just remembered one. That's no, okay. you're gonna die. Yeah. Are you ready? This is also a true story. One of my brides mm. told me this. So one of my brides, well, and I won't mention her, but one of my brides was told me about this time that she was a bridesmaid. And this is one of those like really sick <laughs> stories that you're either going to be really offended by or find really funny. <laughs> Welcome to my mind. So um, she was a bridesmaid at this wedding. And very, very sadly, the bride's father had passed away only a matter of, I think it was three oh, or four months before the wedding. And mm. yeah, it was horrible. And but they carried on with the wedding and it, she was sort of, you know, just about holding it together mm. throughout the morning. The bride, my friend, my bride beast was the bridesmaid, and she said to me that, you know, it was it was a tough morning, but they were holding it together. And she she likes the groom, now the husband of her friend, but he's a right. bit of a prat. He's a bit no, of a laddie lad, loves mm. a bit of bants kind of thing. So she's the wedding starts. And my friend, as the bridesmaid, is walking mm. in first, ahead of the other bridesmaids, and then the bride mm. last. As my friend, the bridesmaid, turns up the aisle and looks at the end of the aisle where the groom is, there is a life-size cardboard cutout of the bride's deceased Jesus. father. I mean, that can't be... Did the bride know about what? that? Or... What? No. That is a risky so, move. I mean, what? That is freaking absurd. Yeah. So my friend, the bridesmaid, is like walking and she's like stumbling. She's literally in shock. She's like, what the fuck is that? Oh my, like, that is so yeah. off the mark. Like, he's obviously thought, bless his heart, he's obviously thought on some stupid yeah. level that that would be like, he, him, he's there, like your dad's here, yeah. like your dad's not there, so don't put a cardboard fucking cut, cut out of him at the end of the aisle. It's like so awkward. So she, my friend, the bridesmaid, was walking up and she looked back to the other bridesmaid, who was also in shock, and was like, what do we do? I was about to like, say, I have the image of the bridesmaid's rugby fashion, the ground. cardboard cut out of it. Oh my yeah. She was like, we can't, no, bride cannot see that. Um, but they didn't, They it was just, it all happened so quickly. So eventually the bride turned the corner and saw it and just sort of was in shock and just gave her husband to be a look and he, the best oh. man, like took it away. And I think there was probably a heated discussion later on. Was that, that the fisticuffs in the bathroom by any chance? Because I'll be there. Don't know, hold it for wedding. I don't even know no, what to do is, with that information. I mean, you really, really should do your, you know, your checks before you, you decide to do something like that. I mean, that is... And also, I feel like those cardboard cutouts. Do you remember when we had that video store in town and they had the cardboard cutouts and oh, the choices, yeah, choices. Stars from the, yeah, 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 from the films coming out. And when I was younger, I bought. Yeah. Well, I, I think they gave it to me actually, but uh, the one of Mrs. Doubtfire. But do you remember it was on yeah. the landing outside my bedroom, and it, it was photographed yeah, the way yeah. that the eyes would follow you. But is it... And it terrified me every time I used to go to bed. Mrs. Doubtfire well, was there, just watching just me. This cardboard cutout of the of the the. This chap who sadly died, like some of, well, some of it's these races, the ghost, the it's it's like it's so bizarre and awful. Uh, you have to laugh about it because I, it's that unfathomable. Is, yeah, that is, I, I, that's the sort of thing I, I would get. It's very sad, you know, if I wasn't as close to it, I'd get the giggles about that. Sort of thing. I'm not sure I could control myself. 
Well, because again, but people do, yeah. don't they? People laugh at funerals because it's so yeah. funny. They feel so uncomfortable. But speaking of though, I'm going to read at my own funeral. I have my doubts. I don't trust anyone no. else to do the what job gonna... right. That's so I'm going to pre-record it. Though. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. You won't be there. You're <laughs> going to go first. Almost certainly. <laughs> Cholesterol. No, actually, you won't. You live quite a healthy lifestyle. I'll definitely I, I, go I, first. I, all my my gains. To, you know, winter. I love this time of year because it's like casseroles and and like you know fires and laziness but it um, so yeah it's but don't you think when it because now we're recording this pretty much within the next with the next two weeks this podcast is coming out so we're pretty current mm. and the clocks have changed so it's much darker earlier and it just makes me want to have a problem. drink at 4 yeah. p.m yeah it's uh yeah because no, it's like absolutely. the day's as soon, done as soon as that the darkness comes in it's like yeah the darkness, I was very the darkness comes. Uh, as soon as the darkness comes, the cardboard <laughs> As soon as the darkness falls. <laughs> oh my god, damn. Know, like, come on. Mm-hmm. It's so bad, it isn't is. it? It's so bad. So on that note, I've got another okay. one that's so bad. Since <laughs> have you heard back back on theme. Back Drew, on theme. we're sticking to the theme. Have you heard yeah. that there was a wedding? Okay, I've kind of stolen this from another podcast because I was listening to it. But that's from like another, it's a true story as well because it came from one of their listeners. So I'm stealing <laughs> listeners at this point. But again, shocking. So it was, there was this wedding and um, the best man was doing his speech mm. and everything was going fine. And in the middle of the best man's speech, there was what appeared to be a terrorist what? attack. The, a group of masked men with machine guns came in and started like shouting and screaming and everyone was on the floor. I mean, like real, oh this actually happened, except that it wasn't a real terrorist attack, Al, because the best man thought it would be funny and paid actors to pretend My, to be terrorists. See, I, the best man, you know, I, I'm all for, I know, I'm all for these some, people. Sort of, you know, gentle laddie, you know, banter and stuff for during the wedding day. But that is, that is arguably that's too much, I would say, you know, terrorists. Everyone was crying and screaming. Father of the bride had to go to hospital because he couldn't breathe. Like that's not funny. This is why you have to be very careful when you when you pick your best man. I think you think right. So I could go with you know such and such, but he might stage a terrorist attack or such and such. (laughs) (laughs) Speech might not be safe. You know, at least there's there's less perils for the rest of the guests. Oh God! What is? I don't understand these people. Do you think that's an actual disorder where people think something's funny and it's not? and know that really this isn't about them and mm. uh, certainly when you woke up that morning and thought oh, i know it'll be really good i haven't seen it at a wedding before it's, <laughs> uh, it's all higher oh my god that's true. actually do you know what? everyone's always yeah. looking for something at a wedding that's they've true. not seen before do you know yeah. i've not seen it <laughs> I before seen a terrorist attack this is the thing that i think you know I, oh my god i would been to so many weddings recently and i think um but and everyone has their own sort of unique touches and we i mean we we stole like a lot of stuff from like elements from other people's weddings and things like that yeah yeah oh you do you but, do it's natural um, but no i'm not sure i i, I, I can't believe some of it that's absolutely outrageous what the hell was the stag do like? what did what, what did he plan for the stag do <laughs> i uh, <laughs> speaking of stag do, I, I think there's a, an argument for having it um a, a decent amount of time away from the wedding it, it would be uh, we went to a wedding well, quite a few years ago now and the um the groom uh, and his mates went on his stag do and they went sort of uh, cliff jumping and uh, and and sort of wild swimming and stuff and the groom actually broke his back um, on the stag do 
and I no. mean, he's lucky. I mean, nothing. nothing like, oh my God! Why are we? But, but so when it came to the wedding, the, the wedding wasn't that long after the the stag do. I don't think. And so when he came to the to the wedding, he was. I mean, he was very, very stiff. He couldn't really move much. And so the first answer was... Well, well, you put an R in a wedding. But yeah, so I think yeah, certainly... I mean, you wouldn't expect to break your back necessarily on your stack, dude. But, um, but yeah, it's... Uh, this is, ta- this is really taking a turn. gone dark. I know. And I've only had one coffee. Um, another one, and this is, again, an yeah. absolutely true story. Because some of them, it's just like myth. I've got a, I've got what I think is okay. a myth for you to finish okay. on, But this is a true story. So there was a wedding and the best man was not a best man. They okay. were a best woman. Okay. So the groom's yeah. best friend was a woman. Fine. Okay. Did she wear, did she wear a suit? Traditional, do whatever you want. I've been to a wedding and that was the case as well. Mm. I don't know, actually. That's something mm. I wanted to do for Mark. Um, so he's got a best woman. Now there's, uh, as you know, um, you Indeed. are one of my best friends, but my oldest friend is a man and when he got married, I was sort of 75% genuinely offended to not have been Who was it? asked to be his, his brother. best man. Yeah, yeah. His brothers, yeah. Um, but he was like, you can't be my best man because you're a woman. My point was, who would choose better strippers yeah. than a woman? I, I, uh, the no, wedding, no. I'd, I'd rather be a terrorist. I'd rather have a fake terrorist yeah. attack than the strippers at my wedding. Um, so I... So I get it, the beginning of the story. I was like, I when someone told me this yes. directly, they were there. I was like, I get it because I've got a best friend that's the opposite sex and I wants to be in their wedding party, blah, blah, blah. But then I heard the story. So it's the wedding. They have the wedding ceremony. They are just about closing up the drinks reception and the um, everyone sat down and the event manager, who is mm. the person who told mm-hmm. me the story, so it's direct, um, he... Um, was going to get the bride and groom to tell them to like we're ready for you to make your entrance to the to the dinner. Everyone's all your guests sat down and waiting for you. So, uh, you know, we were ready now, and he couldn't oh. find the groom. So he found mm. the bride, but he couldn't find the groom. So he said, "Oh, I'll, I'm sure he's just in the gents. I'll go and find him." So he left the area where the bride was, and he went to the gents, and he wasn't in the gents, but he heard a noise. I can't bear it. So he didn't. So next, <laughs> I can't bear it. So next to the gents was another door that led to the mm. like cleaning cupboard where the hoover and right. mops and things were. And in there was the groom. No. With the best woman. No, no, no. no. That's all very Julia Roberts and my best friend. So, you know, that's the, that's just. I didn't shag in my best friend's wedding. She, she, Don't diminish that film. She, that is one of my favorite films of all time. Don't bring that into this story. Say sorry. Say sorry to Julia. Uh, so he, so he was in there. So the event manager, yeah, caught him shagging the best woman as as all his guests. So he came out, and the bride obviously it wasn't rocket science. The bride knew what was going on, and I don't know how it ended. Well, they'd already done the wedding. Yeah, yeah, so this was dinner time. So they just went in and I think they just sort of carried on. I mean, I suffice to say, I very much doubt they're going to return to Benny for the anniversary. Wedding party. breakfast, wouldn't it? It's out there eating it. That would, be, that would really ruin the tomato and basil soup. <laughs> My God. What is, that would put a real is, sour taste in your mouth. What is wrong with you? Well, you know, sounds like there was plenty of that in the room. I know. 
Oh, Buckwheat Bam is broom coming. I don't know. I mean, I, it's in that awful stories. I, I can't believe some of these are true. It's just, you know. Oh, no. I honestly, and this is just a little snippet. Pandora's I, box. Mm. Think about it. Yeah. And I would never, that quote. never. I knew a girl called Pandora. <laughs> never got to see a box, though. Nothing Hill. Notting Hill. Another Julia. Oh, a yeah. big fan. It's it's almost that time. Julia of year Roberts movie. You get to watch the holiday, uh, sort of with unashamed joy because it's that sort of seasonal thing. Isn't it? We're we're we're, stay, we're saving it up for like a particularly grim Sunday night where it's like raining outside, lights fire, and then watch holiday. But... One of mm. my weird Christmas movies that isn't a Christmas movie. Well, like, yeah, I mean, music. Like, pretty happy, like very broadly. Yeah. Really? Pretty well, sure yeah, the Nazis yeah. are involved. Well, in... Bypass that. That's true. And when I'm feeling down, um, or I need like a little pick me up, I sing. Um, I have confidence in me from the sound. We um, do you uh, do you ever watch any, uh, sort of wedding films or anything to get yourself sort of motivated or like to to? Because I I I was going to ask you this. So never. Uh, sorry to take the lead here, but um, but no no no, you take I, uh, you take the bollocks and you, you run with it. Do this so often now. Do you ever think? Oh, okay, hell, I got a wedding today. Or are you are you are you, are you do you still? I suppose you have a unique. Every, everything's unique, so it's kind of keeps it interesting. Everything's different. The only times that I think, oh, I've got a wedding today, and it only lasts about five minutes. Yeah, James has pissed me off. Yeah, I I I had a wedding, and he was doing. He was in. I w- It wasn't him. He's perfect, but I was in one of those moods <laughs> where his breathing annoyed me, and his breathing had annoyed me. And I left for the wedding, and I saw my neighbour as I was leaving. And she was like, "Oh, have you got a wedding?" She was like, "Yeah." <laughs> Great, great. Marriage is fabulous. She was like, oh, cool, have fun. But then I put on, I always listen to a play, a certain playlist at my wedding. So I put on my music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I put, actually, I'll send it to you because you would appreciate a lot of the tunes. And I, and I put on my music and then I get in the mood. And so if I'm not, if I'm like, oh, it's a wedding, it's only for five minutes, five minutes. And it's got nothing to do with the couple. It's just to do with me. Um, But then, have I have I gone through all my list? Do you haven't got any stories for me apart from Simba? You're sure. Uh, Simba and Broken Mac. Hello. But I rather feel oh, like yeah, I was by terrorist attacks and broom cupboard shagging and you know I mean. No, where do you train? Where do you? No, I'm full of them. And dead cat and, and rigor mortis cows and brooks. I mean, Jesus Christ! I mean, I'm just a man for God's sake. I can't. Really? I'm just a man with a full time job. <laughs> I took a time for this minutes. podcast nonsense. <laughs> <laughs> you did take a deal. Um, so the last one that I've heard, I feel like this is a myth because I feel like there's a million yeah. different versions of this story. And it, I would say five out of ten weddings, someone says to me, "Have you heard about this this happening at a wedding?" So I just think it's bollocks. But I, and again, I can't really give it to you word for word because I've heard so many different versions. But the idea is, is that during the um, speeches, the groom or the bride one of them let's say the groom stands up and he says all right can everyone please stand up so part of my speech everyone please stand up and then he's like if you've got it's like a who's who so he's like if you've got blonde hair sit down if you um are called alex Liv, mm. or geraldine sit down and so he does these various stages so everyone sits down check under your napkin if you've got a piece of paper sit down check under your chair if you've got a piece of paper sit down so everyone sits down and then it ends up being these three right. blokes stood up and then in oh, front no, of the whole wedding feeling party, a real dread the here. groom then says 
this <laughs> the groom then says these three men are the men that have had sex with my I wife that's since we got off. engaged and then yeah and then he like mic drops and he's like wow it's over wow. we're done and he like walks i mean out. two things i i respect the like the the self-control it takes to wait until that day to do that and also the effort involved with all the the plates and there's a real thought into that under each checker it better be worth it these people better sit down on cue and the waiters being like, I'm fine. You look like shit. You know, can you imagine if he'd gone through all that effort and then people didn't get their cues and like, oh, I forgot to sit down when my name was called. And then... Oh my God, yes. Or if he oh, exactly. got the chair wrong or if they mix up the chairs, so they're like, oh, you end up with Sal was stood up. Five shaggers and then like, grab, yeah. grab, grab our Annie. Grab our, sit down. <laughs> <laughs> grandma, this is not about oh, you. Oh my goodness. Who said you could change seats, Granny? I would always argue, handle your personal business in-house, possibly not in front of your, your friends and family. And, uh, but I mean, I it, it is a mic drop. It, it, it will go down in history, no doubt. But, um... Did you see recently, this this was real, on the news recently, the woman who, um, her groom stood her up well, and I, carried on with the wedding anyway. Else? Did you see that? No, no, no. So basically, she went to the wedding and he stood her up well, it's irrelevant. And um, where well, they, well, they know how to party. So she went, but so she just carried on. She was like, "Do you know what, Kim?" Um, and she had a party with her friends. Yeah, no, because it was all paid I for. Think, she was I there. She, she looked there. great. She, they were all there. Fair play. I, I think I'd probably. You had all your friends and family. If you had the, you know, the 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 strength to carry on despite the enormous betrayal, I think yeah, go for it. I mean, do you know what? I feel like that would end. That wedding would have ended. In the same way that oh, our yes, quality street, throwing them at each other, mm. watching watching terrible TV. Yeah, mm. Alan and I used to sit opposite each other, drunk, eating quality streets, and we would take turns to throw them at each other. And every time we throwed one, yeah. yeah, every time we threw one, we'd have we'd say something that was obviously why we were single. So I'd throw a bounty. I threw, like, I threw, I'm I threw a twix. So we're like, and then he'd throw... It's like, what? What's wrong with us? Yeah. <laughs> We just lie there in our own filth, eating, eating oh, festive chocolate, complaining as to what you know. no one loved us. I know. And look at yeah. us now; we're really thriving. No, we're not just living; we're we're surviving. What is yeah, it? We're yeah. thriving, exactly. surviving, or something. No, we're. we're... So we're well, wearing to the wedding. This is what I was going to say to you. It's not really on. It's no, it's not. not. On, I no, didn't no, even this, pre-plan it's not that a theme of you know, have you ever or not? Never have I ever. No, have you heard? Um. But no, we're over that, I, no. I've, I, this is the second time this has happened. And so a lot of ambiguity with dress code. And I I understand people want to be like footloose and fancy free. Like, what do you mean? Like, that's not fucking helpful. I, I have one suit, <laughs> which I've dry cleaned. I, which I've dry cleaned. One suit. The waitress didn't know they did that, by the way. Um, took the time. Yeah. But it better be good. I, I'm picking it up later. But the, the point is, I, I was like, well, it's a wedding. I'll wear a suit. And then I looked at the invite and it was like, we just want you to be comfortable and wear what you like. And that's not, I, I need some like proper instructions for this. So we went to one in, in no, that's uh, silly. London in the, in the summer and that was similar sort of vein. So I thought, okay, I'm going gonna, gonna to call your bluff. I will wear chinos. I will wear no tie. And so I did that and I got there and we were a bit early for once in our lives and we were waiting outside to go into the venue and everyone, and I do mean everyone, was in suits and ties. And I, I basically looked like I don't know a, a passerby in in a, in a slightly smarter than normal wear, but yeah. actually, as 
I have so what are you going with tomorrow? Yeah. 100%. You can't be overdressed unless you wore like a full Vickers garb. Yeah, or, or went as a terrorist. And was... <laughs> um, but... Uh... <laughs> that's, that's overdressed. No, it's... Uh, Is it in they, a church? They're already married, so this is kind of just like a... Yeah, a, uh, a party. Okay. I don't. Oh, they having. I ceremony? don't know. Actually, I don't. They, they may well have a. Yeah, I suppose they will do. Uh, but um, if they're to... having a ceremony, it'll be a celebrant. So that's interesting. I'm I want to find out who they are. <laughs> and then and from, Should I just them? boo? Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Boring. Yes. Uh, no, but I, I just. I'm wearing a suit. Um, I will wear a tie. However, if it, if I, a lot of people are casual, I may. Take the tie off and just go sort Take of like off. business casual. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like you can you exactly. It's better to overdress because Absolutely. you can always take Absolutely. off layers. Um, but yeah. But I always take spare outfit in my car. I don't. I I, I had my morning suit for the um, for my wedding, but I, I don't know if I'm going to have any call to wear it again. I don't know if anyone in the future will get married. At, at, you know, will, will have a sort of similar dress. Thing. So it's got this yeah. lovely suit. Mum's calling me. Have you finished? I'm about to finish. My Ali was calling me. I think it's about to ask same thing. Oh, for heaven's sake! I can't record can, it. My parents' house again. Can't be quiet. They couldn't be quiet for the Queen's funeral. They're not going to be quiet for my podcast. No, and you know, arguably important. I would say as as, <laughs> as important as the other information. Um, right, my toddler's coming in now with a torch. So, um, thank you so much for joining me out. As always, lovely to talk to you, my darling. Pleasure as always. And I'll speak to you soon. Have a wonderful time at the wedding. Take notes and destroy the celebrant. I shall do. Happily. Love to love. Love ya. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for listening. It really does mean the world. If you find this podcast even remotely helpful or moderately entertaining, share with all your friends and family. You can DM me any questions, queries, if you want to share any stories on the podcast Instagram at I'll Marry You Podcast. Get in touch. I want to hear all your tall tales. See you soon. I'll Marry You is a podcast by Olivia Coleman. The music is Mr. Sunnyface by Wayne Jones and the show is produced and edited by Drew Toynbee.